You're listening to A Sure Hope with Pastor Dave Shank of Calvary Chapel, Cape May in Cape May, New Jersey. Join us as Pastor Dave teaches verse by verse through God's Word. Deception. Deception. What is deception? Well, deception is an act of causing someone to accept as true or valid that which is false or invalid. Deception hides what is real and shows what is false. My definition of deception is someone getting someone to believe a lie in a crafty or deceitful way. Have you ever been deceived? Most of us have, of course. In today's message, Pastor Dave speaks about deception and how common it is in our lives. This chapter of 1 John teaches about how you are to beware of deception, especially from people who call themselves Christians but don't follow the laws of God. Now, here's Pastor Dave in the book of 1 John chapter 4 as he begins his message, Don't Be Gullible. First John 4, verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time we've had of worship. We thank you, Lord, for the beautiful time we had in dedicating young Edward. We're so grateful, Lord, that you called us for such a time as this, that you presented your word to us in this fashion, that we can read it, we can glean from it those things which we can apply to our life. And oh, how we need these scriptures today, Father. How we need to have discernment. There is so much out there, Lord. We are being bombarded, both secularly and spiritually. We are being bombarded by all these things, Father. Help us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, to have discernment. That we can tell what is true and what is false. We thank you for this time you've given us. Bless these saints that have gathered here today. May we be filled with your glory and your praise. And may your Holy Spirit just do a work in our lives. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm sure that you probably can think of a time when you might have been deceived. Terrible feeling, isn't it? Terrible feeling when you realize that you've been deceived. The Bible warns us throughout in a lot of scriptures to beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. But what about a man in a gorilla suit? There's a story about a guy who found himself desperately in need of money. So he went to the city zoo hoping to get a job feeding the animals. And although there were no jobs available, the manager, noticing how big this guy was, had an idea. 
He said to the man, you know, not many attract attention like that of a gorilla. Unfortunately, ours died yesterday. If we got you a special fur suit, would you be willing to imitate our gorilla for a few days? Because the guy was really hungry, he quickly agreed to it. And much to everyone's delight, he was very successful. He would beat his chest and he would growl and shake the bars of the cage. And everybody that saw him was amused. And they couldn't believe that there was a gorilla with this kind of intelligence. They'd never seen anything like it. And by droves and droves and droves came to see this gorilla. One day... He was swinging on his trapeze, and it broke. And he accidentally lost his grip and fell. And he fell into the den where the lions were. Well, once he hit the ground, he looked up, and this great, big, enormous lion growled at him. The man backed away, and he suddenly realized he couldn't cry for help. Because if he did, everybody would know he was a fake. So he kept on backing up and backing up and backing up and backing up until finally he got into a corner. There was no place to go. And the lion continued to approach. And finally, when the man couldn't take it any longer, he yelled, help, help. All of a sudden, the lion whispered back and said, shut up, stupid. We'll both get fired. (laughs) Deception. Deception. What is Deception. Well, deception is an act of causing someone to accept as true or valid that which is false or invalid. Deception hides what is real and shows what is false. My definition of deception is someone getting someone to believe a lie in a crafty or deceitful way. I agree. We live in a world full of deception. Half truths, half lies flowing everywhere. We don't know what to believe. It's been never more prevalent than with this terrible virus that has gone around. The sad part is, with any deception, there's always an element of truth. And sometimes it's extremely difficult to ascertain what is true and what is false. This is not only happening in the secular world today, but it's happening in the church of America. And it has been happening for centuries. False cults, religions lure millions into its trap. They promise fulfillment. They promise happiness. They promise so much more, but they never deliver. Did you know that Mormonism is growing rapidly in the world? Jehovah Witnesses continue to pressure people into their heresy. Islam is growing and growing and growing. But even among those who call themselves evangelicals, even among those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, false teachings are abounding. Have you ever heard the new perspective on Paul? There's a new perspective on Paul out. It's captured the thoughts of many scholars and many pastors, teachers. What it does is it undermines the justification by faith alone. How about the emergent church? It embraces postmodern philosophy, and it says there's no absolute truth. And then there's the seeker church, the movement that has basically redefined the gospel. 
Basically, it says that sin is no longer an issue. Not a problem. Just go to God, and he's a big daddy in the sky, and he'll meet all your needs regardless. My brothers and my sisters, my friends, my family, the need for spiritual discernment is even greater today than it was in John's time. And as we look at John's exhortation today in 1 John 4, sadly, not much has changed. And John is warning his readers, and he's warning us. And as your pastor, I'm warning you that there's an urgent need for not only the truth to be told, but for us to be able to discern what is true and what is false. And in our text this morning, the Apostle John is telling his readers today, don't be gullible. He's warning about false teachers who are of another spirit. He's basically saying, hey guys, just because someone wears prophet's attire doesn't make them a true prophet. Just because someone says, thus says the Lord, doesn't mean the Lord spoke to them. John is saying, don't be gullible. Gorillas don't speak. John is really concerned about these false teachers that have appeared on the scene in the early church, trying to draw people away from the truth about Jesus Christ. So he's encouraging them, as I am encouraging you, don't take anything for granted. Don't believe anything you hear, including from this podium. Don't be gullible. John begins by giving us a formula of sorts. Chapter 4, 1a says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit. And I have to pause here because the first words out of John's mouth in this section is beloved. You know these are endearing terms. You know how much he loved his people, how much he loved the brethren. So what is he doing here? He's showing the intensity about what he's about to say. He is speaking to them from a pastor's heart. He has great concern for them. I'm speaking to you today from a great concern for what is happening and what I see happening in the world today. John's formula begins with do not. Do not believe every spirit. He's begging his readers not to believe every spirit because not every spirit is true. Not every spirit is true. There is one true spirit, and that spirit comes from the one true God. But there are also other spirits out there, false spirits, deceiving spirits that have gone out into the world, and they are not from God. Interesting, if you look at the grammatic of the passage, the word believe is in the present tense, which means John's speaking to people who were accepting things that were coming at them without looking them up. They were accepting things without being critical of them. This is dangerous, extremely dangerous, and I warn you, not to listen to things. If you get that quickness in your heart, if your spirit says something, check it out. Where did John learn this? Well, he learned it from Jesus. He learned it from Jesus because in Matthew 7, during the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus speaks about this. In Matthew 7, 15, he said, Beware false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears 
bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, we have prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, done many wonders in your name, and I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Oh, harsh words from our Savior. Harsh words. Like I said, the problem is that every false word is usually mixed with a little truth. It's usually mixed with a little truth. If everything was said, it wouldn't be any, if everything that was said was false, there wouldn't be any danger because everybody would believe it was false. But the false prophet says is often true a little bit because they can't even support facts. This makes them extremely, extremely dangerous. Jesus again speaks about this falsity in Matthew 16, verses 5 through 12, when he's talking about the leaven of the Pharisees. He says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, and he wants to impress the importance on being on guard against false teaching, especially that of religious hypocrisy. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. It was their religious doctrine, their hypocritical view of do as I say, not as I do, that Jesus was railing at. Another example, another example is when Satan was tempting Jesus in the wilderness. He quoted Psalm 91. Jesus, I mean, Satan quoted Psalm 91. But he conveniently left out a phrase. And this changed the entire meaning of the scripture. So John gives the people a stern warning. Notice the formula begins with don't do this and then John adds, do this. Go back to our study. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into this world. John says, test every spirit. The word test, dok imenazo. It carries the idea of proving something. John is saying, prove everything you hear. Prove it. Make sure it's right. When Paul was writing to the church of Thessalonica for the first time, he wrote these beautiful words in chapter 5, verse 21. He said, test all things, hold fast to what is good. Evil and deception can show itself even in a spiritual setting, folks. It's so important that we as Christians test all things. And when you have the test and it's applied according to the God's word, we then hold fast to that which is good. And what's interesting here is between the time that Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, he had spent some time in a place called Berea. And you can read about that in Acts 17. And there the Christians, he calls them more noble than the Thessalonians. Why? Because everything they heard, they took back to the scriptures to prove what Paul was saying was true. What an example for us, folks. Regardless of who's at this podium, it doesn't matter. Take it back to scriptures and determine whether it's true or not. And then after the testing is complete, all aspects of evil must be removed. You got to get rid of the evil. And this includes evil that comes with a spiritual image. Be careful. Be careful. 
What did Paul tell the Corinthians? Satan comes as an angel of light. He comes as an angel of light. He looks marvelous, darling. He looks marvelous. But beware of what's underneath. This is what Jesus railed against the Pharisees, remember? In Matthew 23, you're whitewashed tombs. You're whitewashed sepulchers. You look great on the outside, but inside you have dead man bones. You're dead. This is what he railed against that. We have to be ever so careful as Christians. We are to test every spirit to see if they are from God or not. We need to know what is being said is true. There is one true spirit. All other spirits are false. There is one true God. All other gods are false. There is only one way to God. All other ways are false. You can read that in the Bible for yourself. It's right there. See, John is simply taking these teachings and these claims, and he's putting them into two broad categories, true and false. This is exactly what he's doing. Now, I need to help you realize one thing, that not true includes these things, almost true, somewhat true, true at some times, and completely false. Truth is always true. It never changes. Truth is always truth. Whether you believe it or not, truth is truth. Don't believe these spirits until you've tested them. First, test them. Don't be a gullible. Don't believe everything that comes along. Every time you turn on the TV and some guy on there doing his thing, don't just believe it. On Facebook, some of you like some pretty peculiar characters. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't believe it. Don't believe the lie. There is a true spirit. It's called the Holy Spirit. And he speaks through men. But there are false spirits, spirits of error, and they also speak through men. And when you hear men or women talking about religious things or values, don't gullibly swallow everything they have to say. Check it out. We need to recognize that behind any individual, there could be a spirit of error. There could be a spirit of error. There have been times from this pulpit that I've made a mistake. I've misquoted something or said something wrong. You have to be sure about what you are listening to. You have to be sure. It's not my want to make a mistake. Truth comes only from God through his word by the Holy Spirit. Satan is the father of all lies, and there's no truth in him. So John says, test every spirit. So what's the test? Well, I don't know if you ever heard of a litmus test. A litmus test is a test which a single factor, like an attitude, event, or fact, is decisively true. It's undeniably true. John throws out this litmus test, and he uses the fact. What is the fact? Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. That's the fact that John uses as true. Look at verses 2 and 3. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. The test has two parts, but it begins with proper doctrine. First, we must acknowledge the historical incarnation of the Son of God and the appearance in history as a man in the flesh. We celebrate it every December 25th. We must recognize that. We call him the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord is not his first name. His name is Jesus. It's a contraction between Hebrew 
Jehovah Yeshua or Joshua. Joe is the Hebrew contraction for Jehovah. Joshua or Yeshua is the Hebrew for salvation. So his name means Jehovah is our salvation. Lord is his title. Lord is his title. He is Lord of all. Christ is the Greek word for anointed one, for and also the Hebrew word for Mashiach or Messiah. This describes who he is. It describes his mission. He's the Messiah, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. John here is emphasizing a very basic doctrinal statement. Jesus is the Christ who is to come. It means he's preexisted. He was and he is the eternal Son of God who came in the flesh. This is incarnation. He is fully God as the eternal Son of God. He is also fully man. Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Now, these false teachers were saying something different. It wasn't like they were saying that Jesus wasn't the Christ, but they were very subtle in what they were trying to say. They were trying to say that Jesus became the Christ. Or when the spirit of the Christ came upon the man, Jesus, they were teaching that he wasn't eternal, that he wasn't fully God. He wasn't fully man. It was just a twist of the truth here and there. These same teachings are all around today. Be careful. I am so thankful that the first thing I read when I got saved that crazy day, someone gave me a book, and it was titled The Deity of Jesus Christ. And I read it. I'm so thankful that I read it and I understood that. Because that is the entire teaching of Scripture, folks. Jesus of Nazareth, the man, Grew up, lived, ate, slept, and walked with men, prayed and talked and taught them. This Jesus is the Messiah of the Old Testament. He is the predicted one, the Son of God who has come. He is the eternal one, God himself, who would come into human history. This is the spirit of truth, Jesus Christ come in the flesh. Now, any teacher of spiritual matters who confesses this, John says, this is truth. He's of God. But any teacher who stands up and professes to teach men about God who does not confess this is not of God. Don't listen to them. Don't pay any attention to them. In fact, when they speak, you should put your fingers in your ear. Blah, 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 blah. Regardless of how beautifully they talk, is not of God. He is of spirit of error, the spirit of the Antichrist, which is already in the world. That gives me great pleasure to know that the Antichrist is already in the world. That means the end is even closer than we think. That Jesus is coming even sooner than we might think. Praise God. This doctrine is paramount. It can never be compromised. The divine human person of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is one basic, true, fundamental of all Christian faith. He has appeared in the flesh. He did come as a man. He humbled himself. He came obedient unto death, even death on the cross. Then on the third day, he rose from the grave. Days later, he ascended to heaven. And soon, and very soon, we will see him again. This is premier doctrinal issues. We cannot compromise on any of these issues. They're non-compromisable. You are We'd love to keep studying the Word of God with you again next time on Assure Hope. In the meantime, we invite you to learn more about this program by visiting our website, assurehoperadio.com. There, you'll find our archive of previous messages from Pastor Dave Shank available to listen to and even share with your friends and family. 
Just look under the Messages tab. You can listen to additional teachings from this series in 1 John or jump into another book of the Bible. A Sure Hope is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cape May. If you're without a church family, we'd love for you to join us this weekend. We meet weekly on Sundays at 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. and We'd be happy to meet you and hear your story. You'll find all the information you need by visiting assurehoperadio.com. Look on our website for directions, as well as the various ministries that we offer. If you live further away or are unable to come in person, we understand and we'd still love for you to be a part of our church family virtually. You can join us for Church Online through Facebook Live and on YouTube. Just follow the links that are available at assurehoperadio.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up to date with the latest information. Well, this edition is coming to a close, but we're grateful that you've been a part of our listening audience today. Make sure you join us again next time for more from 1 John, where Pastor Dave has more to share about this book. We look forward to that time with you again as your heart is reminded of God's love here on A Sure Hope.